Hey y'all, it's Dustin. I know what you're thinking. This quarantine and COVID has ruined the entertainment biz. My couch has a dent molded to my butt, and I've watched all of Netflix and Hulu there is. And there's no way I'm going to sell out 30 bucks to see Mulan when I could see it for free on December 4th of my regular scheduled plan on Disney+. Plus. What am I going to do until then? Well, here's something that you can do. It's a game. One of the oldest board games in recorded history, in fact. The game is called Senate. And no, it ain't none of that political double talk like Mitch McConnell or Chuck Schumer spilling when they're out of recess. It's a game. A game of pharaohs and peasants alike. Would you like to know more? Well, stick around for a spell while we play the ancient game of Senate. Do you buy your thumb in a Senate? Is that a challenge? Do you buy your thumb in a Fun, let's have a duel. Challenge accepted. If you wanna, wanna, wanna come over. If you wanna, wanna, wanna go ride. If you wanna, wanna, wanna come over. If you wanna, wanna, wanna go ride. If you wanna, wanna, wanna come over. If you wanna, wanna, wanna go ride. Hello and welcome to another episode, an exciting episode, a Labor Day restful episode. We took a week off episode. We took a week off episode of the Dude or Else podcast. This is the weekly challenge podcast where we do things for fun, for you to listen. I'm Dustin. And I'm Gregory. Hello, Gregory. It's um, my middle can name. You, can, you t- can you tell me <laughs> anything about... Um, this game called Senate. Oh my gosh! The challenge this week was play Senate together. If you we, don't, we failed to yeah. play together. Well, well, spoiler alerts. Spoiler alert! Spoiler <laughs> alert! Um, this is a two-player game, so we thought we could play together. We're not going to go into the spoilers right now, but if you don't know anything about about this game, it's a two-player game. It's one of the oldest games ever. We'll get to that in a little bit. Um, how's how was your Labor Day weekend? Dude, it was, week. a, it was a good Labor Day week. A um, lot been going on. We took, we, we paddled out a little bit. We did a little mountain biking. I ran a 5K. Dude, I'm doing this 5K circuit thing called the Atlanta Grand Prix. Trying oh, to compete I've, a little bit with myself. Do you know about it? I have not heard about that. That's neat. Tell me about it. You remember Kate Boring from high school? She's a year no, younger she than was, us. No, she was so boring. I, I don't remember her. <laughs> That's mean. Uh, I'm, I'm just kidding. I she, honestly don't remember. She married like the Arsenal guy, who I think is maybe a year older or something like the, that. The Arsenal guy? Arsenal. That's his last Arsenal. name. I don't know. Oh. So the two of them are like super athletes, and they started in Atlanta this thing called the Atlanta Grand Prix where I'm on the short circuit, there's a long circuit, so you're either in a 5K or a 10K. Mm-hmm. And each every two weeks, a new course is like revealed, and you go to a neighborhood and you put in headphones and listen to the app, and it tells you where to run. Weird. Um, and it's a Whoa. race. It's a race, and you have two weeks to complete the race, and you can complete it as many times as you want. So I'm actually going to go try it again, because the first race was in Grant Park, and Grant Park, Atlanta is so hilly. It's so incredibly hilly. I had such a hard time, but I'm going to like prepare a little bit better and, and go out and try to get a cool. better time. Yeah, it's pretty fun, right? Just like a mystery race. It's like um, a guided tour at, at the fucking Biltmore, and you got your audio thing in. And they're well, like, tell us. That, turn left, that's turn what you right. did. You went to the Biltmore. How was the Biltmore? We had a, uh, you know, so we got married on September 3rd, so our mm-hmm. anniversary follows 
closely to Labor Day weekend. Four year anniversary, if I'm four guessing. Four year right? anniversary. Boom. Yeah. And we rented a little sprinter van that's been turned into a van life van called Scamper Van. Cute. And a cool little company out of Asheville and Atlanta. But I digress. Our first night, we had a good day. We went tubing at Deep Creek and had a fun little campsite set up. We we're sitting in the hammock. I said, Casey, come sit in the hammock with me. Aww. And the carabiner broke. <laughs> And we both fell to the ground, landed on our asses, but I think Casey landed hard on a root um, and hurt her tailbone pretty bad. And that really changed things for the rest of the week. You were going to go on hikes and things like that. We were going to do a lot of things, yeah. Um, We were able to do one of the things without changing. Um, We went paddling on the Nantahala. The cold water was good for Casey's booty. So... Getting hit with a bunch of cold water was nice, um, dude. Do you think my little inflatable boat could handle the Nantahala? Yes, for sure. Like I haven't we been on it in, in like five years. Well, Ducky is a little bit more robust than my my boat. It's nah, similar. You'd be able to do it. You'd be able to do it. It would make the, it for the, sure. The duckies are a little bit. I mean, it's not too much money just to rent a ducky, but I kind of want to take my boat down it. I think you should. It's yeah. we we signed up for a guided tour and then we got there and they were like no you're not on our list and the guide was kind of a dick and he just you don't want a guide anyway on the and i was like fine no no guide so we just found another company that was launching right before us and we followed them so we just well let me give you a hint about rafting a river it just goes down right but you need to know the lines you need to know the line for the rapids so you don't get stuck and hit rocks or or whatever so it was just like in casey's tailbone hurt so if we dumped the boat she wouldn't have been able to swim that good without being in pain she would have been really pissed at me so i had to you know be a good good boy and not do anything too crazy and do the smart thing right follow a guide that's responsible you know that was an asshole but you found and you freeloaded off of a nice person of a different company yeah and um do you want to buzz market them was the noc or we River got the rats. Guy, yeah, we got the we got the ducky rental from the NOC. Oh no, they and, did a bad job. Um, well, whatever, man. It happens. Love the NOC but generally. You can get a you can get a good uh, NOC rental there just for a, like a ducky is like forty bucks, forty five bucks. This must be so. really fun for our listeners in Washington State. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, Washington. When you're State in listeners, Tennessee, come or down North to Carolina. Bryson City, North Carolina. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man, we, we mixed it up. Uh, we hung out with some of Casey's friends. We saw a mountain biking race and Ooh, cool. uh, watch people hit jumps and stuff outside. So that was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, man, just been. Well, did you easy. wait? No, but the, the thing we got into, did you see the, did you go to the Biltmore and like tour it? We did. Or? We did go I've to never the done that. Um, and then recommend don't recommend. I highly recommend it. Apparently, there are different tours you can do, and we just did a self-guided tour, and that doesn't give you access to, like, 60% of the house. This house is huge, and there's special tours you can get and go back to the back rooms and see all these other secret rooms, and uh, there are, like, secret passages and false doors and stuff like that, but it's a, a an amazing feat of architecture um, and the history of it all is incredible man like the it was built in six over six years um 
I'm not going to go into the history of the building. Right. And they just like, yeah, yeah. But they like guessed about electricity and plumbing, right? They were like, it'll probably be like this when it exists. Yep. Yep. They were, I guess it was one of the newer uh, homes to embrace electricity. Um, They were able to create these call systems that were usually done with like bells and pulleys and shit, but they were able to turn it into an electrical system. I don't know, man. It's, it's crazy. Sick. They had, it's sick. They, they embraced plumbing, like modern plumbing, but like, you got to think like in order to build the house, they first built a railroad Like oh, they built to get the materials there to get all the shit there, man. And then they had like <laughs> hundreds of, of stonemasons and bricklayers and all these like craftsmen to create everything, you know? And not to mention the, the, the people that were just working the land to, dig everything out you know unskilled laborers and then after the house was built they created like a miniature farming epicenter embracing like the modern agricultural practices of the day so they would this guy uh vanderbilt um he was able to get the top mines the top brass in all sorts of things from like forestry and dairy production and chicken raising and animal husbandry and all this shit. And then they were started like creating the best milk of the day, that kind of thing. The best pork. Oh no, of the I day. hung up on you, Dustin. Um, I just lost Keep talking. Ryan. And Keep talking, we're, Dustin. We're gonna I hung see up if on we you. can get him back. I got a call back. Dustin, and I hung up on you. I'm you back. You hung up and, and that's okay. But we're <laughs> back. We didn't stop rolling and I have kept talking. We don't want to hear any more about that anyway. Yeah. The Biltmore is <laughs> sick, dude. Go through the up. fucking Biltmore. Let's uh, let's move on. Let's talk about Senate, dude. Let's let's go. All right, let's go. Interesting facts. Interesting facts. If we ever have a, a theme song and electric guitar riffs, I, I want it to sound just like that. I know. Um, that'd be so this, sick. It'd be so sick. Not as sick as the <laughs> oldest board game ever. Um, the challenge was to play Sinnet. Yeah. And we mentioned it briefly uh, last episode. Um and Ryan has said, we're going to make that a challenge. And before we just like talk about our interesting facts, this is an old ass board game. Yeah, we should explain the, the game a little Egyptians. bit. Egyptians. Yeah. And we can explain the game, but we can't explain the rules because no one really knows the official rules. Yeah, it's a, it's a little iffy and you can kind of guess with Senate what the rules might be. But it's, I mean, it, the, the British Museum is kind of the the people who put these games together, some historians there. And I think they're probably right about the rules of it. Yeah. They're they're pretty close as as far as scientists can get. Uh so it's a rectangular <laughs> but, board. Yeah. It's with it's a, three it's, rows. It's a yeah, three rows of ten. Um it's kinda like snakes and ladders. And you yep. move Left to right, right to left, and a serpentine. You serpentine, right. yeah, like a Z yeah. shape around the board, without the without the snakes or ladders, really. Yeah. Um, but the the game, you know, I don't know 
where you got your research or anything. I, I watched a few YouTube videos trying to see playthroughs and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Um, <laughs> and every time I went to watch one of these videos, I always got an advertisement for the Gaia channel. And What's that? It, it, dude, it's like the ethereal streaming service, and it's all about uh, it's promoting this guy named Matias De Stefano, and his show's called Initiation, and he talks about his past lives in Atlantis. Uh, and I'm going to play a little clip of that right now. When I was born in the colony of Atlantis, I remembered everything about our mother civilization through the stories of my grandfather in that life. And one of the most important stories was that we all came from the breathing of the universe. And he is crazy. Um, I got to listen back to the show to hear that. Yeah, you do. <laughs> okay. Uh, but, but anyways, like, <laughs> I like uh, how every video I've watched, they kind of give their own spin on it. And my favorite one was the spin that it's the game of death. Oh, right. Because it's in the book of the dead, right? And it's also disputed in these hieroglyphic paintings. We haven't even touched a single fact, like interesting fact. But we're just going to talk about the board game. Uh, the well, you have like, an interesting fact, though, right? I do have an interesting fact. Do you want to tell us uh, now, or do you want to explain more about sure. the game? Sure. Here, here's the interesting yeah. fact: uh, King Tut was buried with four board games of Senate. He was buried with four of them. Right. So there's there's something that in these hieroglyphic paintings, if you look it up, the uh, living players looked like they were playing against a shrine and they had like the ornamental jars that would hold the organs, like these sacred jars. So it seemed like either one, it was kind of like a ancient Ouija board and you could play against your, your dead relative mm-hmm. or the actual game represented your, these pawns, these little pieces traveling through the underworld. Right. And you have to clear them off the board to pass through the underworld. I, I don't know. I've been it's, thinking it's about like the religious significance of Senate. And my best guess is that the icons in the game and like its religious significance is mostly for fun. Because when you play Senate, it's a pretty fun game. Like it's the, the goal is it's a two player game. And the goal is to get all your pieces through the board and off the board. And it's got that mm-hmm. nice mix of luck and skill because there are certain pe- uh, spots that you'll land on that you get to roll again or that you're safe. And there's sort of like a blocking mechanism with the pawns that is similar to chess. Um, yeah. Or backgammon. Uh, it's got yeah. a, it's got a lot of like similarities there. And I thought it was a pretty fun game to play. <laughs> like it was a, it wasn't, it was a little simpler than backgammon. Uh, but still pretty fun game. And yeah, I, I assume that all that religious significance was added later to the game. I don't, I, I would be so surprised if a board game was made as like a religious ceremony, right? Yeah. Wouldn't that be weird? It would be weird. And like, is it weird that archaeologists are putting that spin on it now? Like what if in 2000 years, archaeologists see a board game like Hungry Hungry Hippos and right. they're like, the hippo god. Yeah, yeah, they would they would play these games and the loser would be chopped up into many many pieces and thrown right. into the the lake and the the hippos would eat their body. Uh, <laughs> That's what this game represented. Exactly. Right? <laughs> and we should say this game Senate um is known to be 
about 5,000 years old is the oldest like kind of record we have of it. The mm-hmm. problem is in Egypt, it's an Egyptian game primarily. It's spread to other parts of the world, but primarily in Egypt. And it was primarily made out of wood. So a lot yeah. of it just rotted away. And you, do you, the kind of the reason we started talking about Senate is because Senate doesn't use dice. Uh, it uses sticks to yeah. figure out how many, how many, you know, when you roll, how many turns you have. But you yeah. throw sticks, and it's like how many? What is it? How many black sticks are face was, up? Well, like two sided sticks. Stick, yeah, each sticks were either black or white. So they on were one side or the other, or yeah. charred or burned or whatever. And depending on the combination of which they would they would throw, um, you know, you get like. And these are the rules that were from our little game that we played. But as like, if you throw it a certain way, you get a one, and you get to go again. Mm-hmm. If you throw like a three but it's it's thrown a certain way you get to roll again but i don't know man and if you land on a yeah and if you land on a certain piece it's kind of like a a shoot and you fall back to an earlier part of the board a lot of yeah those are the waves those are the the water yeah the waves like that's and that's the that's where they think the the underworld comes in because there's the 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 river of souls that ferry people back and forth across the the underworld but it's like if you land on this one spot you go back you like you your piece goes back to the middle of the board and you got to start over again um you ready for my interesting fact no okay okay now i'm ready okay uh my interesting fact was that i didn't know so i thought we were playing a game i thought the game of senate was also the same name for a game called the royal game of ur uh, the royal game of Ur. The royal game of Ur. Ur being the ancient like Babylonian or Sumerian city in uh, Iraq okay. or Iran, kind of a Mesopotamian city, uh, like you know the cradle of civilization, mm-hmm. um, which was you know shared timelines with the Egyptian Empire as well, uh, and the Greeks. And I thought it was the same game because, dude, they are so super similar. So I also played the Royal Game of Ur, which is rather than following the same path, you and your opponent start on the sides and you play into a center channel. And in the center channel, the game is really similar. And then you play off the board back out to the sides again, a lot like cribbage. Um, So I played the Royal Game of Ur as well. And it was cool that you made that Tutankhamun fact about there being four Senate boards in Tutankhamun's Mm -hmm. grave. Because yeah. those boards, when you flip them over on the other side, is the royal game of Ur. So he liked both games. Yeah, it's like when you buy a set of checkers now, and on the other on the inside you have backgammon, on the other side you have Chinese checkers. Like yeah. it was these multi, and inside of the boards, all the pieces would be held in these little channels, all the pawns and, and dice and stuff. Do you think uh, King Tut just? Because he was such a kid. Yeah, what was he? He was like a teenager, 14 when right? he died? Yeah. Something like that. He's like, of course he's, he loves games. And of, por- of like, course they buried him with games. Yeah. He's like, our, our boy King Tut loves games. That is Give it. him all of the games. <laughs> yeah, I, The I two imagine. games in the civilization, both of them, both of them say yes. <laughs> they are so much the same. The uh, the the board games, uh, looking at all the old pictures and stuff, were really cool. You know, they were, some were carved of wood, some were carved on stone. Um, some of the older ones look like the pawns themselves are made out of bone. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, really, some really beautiful board games. 
And, and um, yeah, but these no games one are, knows the rules. <laughs> well, actually, so with the royal game of Ur, they do know the rules because a thousand years after we know the game was created, like after Tutankhamun, a Babylonian uh, wrote a cuneiform tablet to his friends in Greece because, like, the game existed in Greece, and it, it, it's clear from the, the tablet that the Greeks knew how to play the games, but he was putting rules for, like, more complicated rules for gambling with the game. Gotcha. And, like, throwing all these extras into it to make it, like, more challenging and just, like, okay. telling his buddies in Greece about how to play this game. And it's – it's uh, the game survives in two ways. So there are those wooden boards that aren't very clear in the tombs. It's not – we don't – we wouldn't really be able to understand much from them. But also both these games were popular in Crete – uh, in the, uh, uh, you want to say it, Dustin? Where's Crete? Mediterranean. It's in the Mediterranean. Uh, Crete's an island, and uh, they who was who was uh, exiled to Crete? Was it Napoleon? No, Napoleon wasn't. Was it Bonaparte? No, because he was exiled to. It, you're thinking, is it Crete? Maybe, maybe it was Bonaparte. It was an island know. in the Mediterranean. I'm not sure which one. Maybe it is I don't Crete. Know. I thought Keep it was talking. a smaller island. Make some make some time. Let me <laughs> yeah. Okay. This out. Well, the reason I've got a couple things to say. So the reason these games uh, survive in Crete is because in Crete it was just custom to build their games out of stone. So these boards still exist in Crete. Also, Elba. Elba. Boom. That was it. Elba. Yeah. Another island in the Mediterranean, much yeah. much smaller than Crete. Um, and then. So God, the, these boards duh. survived there, and they also the uh, the game the royal game of Ur survived in India. Uh, Jewish tribes in India played the royal game of Ur or their version of it until the 1950s when they immigrated to Israel. The game was still huh. popular. Like this in game has just been around forever, and the reason it just neither of these games exist sort of in Europe or even in the Middle East uh, to this day. It's because the Romans played backgammon, and backgammon mm-hmm. is just a slightly... I mean, honestly, after having played it, backgammon is a slightly better game. Yeah. It's a little... Backgammon, there's a little bit more skill. I think I feel like backgammon's like 50-50, skill versus luck, where these games are maybe 25% skill, 75% luck, or something like I, that. I, yeah, I like, I like uh, the game because... You know, it's skill. It's also like I don't know if you're saying skill slash strategy. Yes, yeah, strategy. To... Yeah, because there's clear strategy about like what pieces you're going to move, what you're going to protect. Yeah, and you're able to stack your pieces and make almost a, a blockade because you're able to you're able to jump pieces, you're able to swap out pieces. Mm-hmm. But if you can like stack your little pawns together, the people behind you, your players behind you, can't pass you. So it's like I'm gonna get through the underworld first, right? And you gotta you gotta wait, but um, yeah. So that's the that's the game Senate and also the royal game of Ur, which I had to throw yep. in because they're almost the same game, slightly well, different. <laughs> you ready to review it? I'm ready to review this game. Boom. These two games. Boom. 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 This is the part of the show where we talk about what the challenge was like for us. This challenge yep. was pretty simple, Dustin. We Play. downloaded a game on our phone. 
and we play played it. The game. What did you um, think of the game? So we only could play against computers. I sent an email to the developer of the game we downloaded to try to see, man. like, because it has like ways to play with your friends, but they don't seem to be working. So super disappointed. I reached in out. Ancient games, I believe that's what they were. Called. Yeah, yeah, they have a couple um, games from that developer too. Yeah, um, I I made a joke earlier that I thought was really funny that. When the app first launched 3,000 years ago, it, it was a lot popular. But uh, ancient games for the modern gamer, um, they they create a pretty fun interface for the game. Mm-hmm. Learn the rules in there. Learn the rules. You can spend real money on bullshit in a video game, in-app purchases, all that stuff that makes app games great. Um, you can... Uh, Learn some history. You can play the game against a computer, which is what I did, which is what you did. In theory, we if we were to sit next to each other, we could play on the same phone. Like you could do a local yep. two-player game on your phone. But did you and Casey ever play together? No, I didn't try to do it with Courtney either. I didn't want to bug her. Smart a... choice. <laughs> well, this <is> dumb um, <laughs> Something. Uh, hey, you want to play this silly game me and my friend are playing? We're like, yeah. no, I don't want to do what that. Is this? What is this? But I kind of want to now. I, I think it's a simple enough to understand game. It's now just that a you little... could kick her ass. I think it would be fun to get. Times. I think it would be fun to get a Senate on one side and Ur, a royal game of Ur on the other side board. Maybe we could get Hound Dog Wood to make us a Senate board. Yeah, but I want Royal Game of Ur too. Like I want to play that too. Yeah, and you, you have to, Dustin. You have to create the dice for that one because that one has these weird tetrahedron tetrahedron dice. I can do that with little cool. white blobs on the tips. Oh yeah, I like white blobs. Yeah, because um, then instead of numerals, it, you go by how many white blobs you can see. Oh okay. Yeah, that's fun. So it's like instead of the sticks, they just do the blobs. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I had fun just playing the game and learning the game. You know, I played against Nefertiti. Um, nice. Yeah. She she kicked my butt a couple times. Yeah, I think the game cheats, but I can't tell. I'm not sure. Yeah, the dice seem unbalanced. The, yeah. In, in favor of the AI. Right. Um, sorry, the sticks. But the the game is fun. It's yeah. it's a simple game. You're you know learning the strategy of this version was simple enough. The tutorial made it simple, um, and once you figured it out, it, it's satisfying when you get the sound effect, the and you mm-hmm. pass it off the board. Um, when you finally clear your pieces off the board, it's it's very satisfying. I thought I thought the app, the game itself, was fun. I would like to play it with physical pieces. I think that would be. I think it'd be much too. more fun to sit across from somebody and play mm-hmm. the physical game. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. you can buy these board games. From like museums, but I think, I think for our woodworking and board game people out there, like make this game. Like this game, I don't know. This game should totally exist. And it shows it's so the, simple. Uh, yeah, the uh, the the actual. It looks like the game itself is designed to be small and portable. And like the stand that the game is made on has a little drawer for your sticks and pieces. So right. it's like pretty easy to to travel with so i think maybe between me and sean scruggs we could we could yeah. make one i think and i think you guys should make it and then like you know all the listeners should buy one from you <laughs> like make a bunch of them i think people should have these 
You ready to review it? Yeah, the the it. app was fun. It's called Senet, S-E-N-E-T, and right. it's by Ancient Games for Modern Gamers. So and that same company has the Royal Game of Ur, and you can play that too from them. Yeah, so they're they're obviously big fans of old forgotten games, and they're trying to bring them back into the, the modern age. With yeah, the app is a little clunky phones, and but... old and not perfect, but the game plays great on it. Yeah, yeah. All right, but... let's review it. Review time. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> review it. Every week on our show, we create a custom review sc- scale. Hmm. scale. Scale. It's a scale. Every week on our show, we create a custom review scale to review our custom challenge. No two challenges are alike, and thus no two scales are alike. The responsibility for this falls to you, Dustin. What is our scale this week? Thank you, former President Nixon. Is that I, yeah, it kind of was. Huh? What is? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Haru. Uh, the uh, the scale the this American week is based. Need to know the scale. Sorry. And it is based <laughs> off of the board game. I don't know and... where that came from. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Let me tell you something. (laughs) My favorite uh, sidebar here, like we often (laughs) are want to do on this show, favorite Nixon impression is the Nixon of of from Futurama, the head in the jar Nixon. That's my favorite post mortem. He's a little bit more true to form, right? Nixon was a pretty mild mannered person, right? When the Nixon in the jar is pretty chill, Nixon, right? No, he's crazy. Oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> he gets a he gets a, in one episode he gets like a robot body and runs for president again. It's it's good stuff. Um, this episode is based on one to ten benders from Futurama. No, I'm just kidding. Um, the the board itself has four sticks in it, mm-hmm. and this is a a one to four stick challenge. Okay. All right. All right. Pretty yeah, simple, yeah. man. I mean, it's just like, you know, it's a simple game, simple, simple challenge. One We've been on sticks. vacation. Yeah. It's summertime. Like summertime, fun time. Into, yeah. Yeah. Summertime, summertime is getting over. You yeah. Know, we're going to have to shift into our fall. Our more our serious, yeah, focused, you know, hard challenges yeah. are really coming up. Yeah. Yeah. We got a lot of challenges in this country coming up. So we got to make sure our content is equally challenging. But for this one, one to four sticks. <laughs> All right. Um, here's here's what I think about the game. Uh, both Senate and the other Royal Game of Ur are perfectly fine, fun, simple games. Um, they're easy to learn. You can learn how to play it in about a minute and a half. Either one. Yep. Uh, and you you'll kind of make some mistakes, but like nothing too catastrophic. And it's pretty fun to play. I imagine it'd be a lot more fun to play with another person. Um, we can only imagine that what that what that might be like because yeah. we wanted to play with each other, but whoa, the, yeah, we wanted to play with each other's sticks, yeah, but we couldn't, yeah, and we couldn't. It was awful. Yeah, I cried. We'll I figure it out. Bit. One day we'll play this game together. Um, and here's what it is: the game is five thousand years old, forty five hundred years old at the youngest. And it could, they both could be significantly older than that, just because there's no record of them existing. When the record shows up, they're pretty 
like well put together games by then. So what it does for me is it shows me that like, I mean, it's so obvious and trite, but like human beings are human beings, man. Like just cause somebody lived centuries ago in another part of the world, the way that they like had fun can be really similar to the way that we have fun. Uh, we can yeah. have fun doing the exact same thing. Um, now maybe the rules aren't exactly the same, but I gotta get I got a vibe that most of this is, is we're following the same rules. I'm playing on a phone in 2020 against a computer that are playing across the table from the guy that they've been farming with all day and now it's like evening and they're playing with the kids back at home. Um, it's a fun game. I'm gonna give it yeah, I'm just gonna go all the way four sticks. It was nice, like dude. why not? yeah it was it's fun to be uh, connected to global ancestry in that way and uh it was a fun game i uh, like that i i like that you're kind of bringing it back to just like you know the common man the royalty it seemed like anybody could play this game if you just took some wood and carved up some wood and you got some sticks oh you could just draw it in the, in the dirt know, like you could you draw it in the dirt with rocks yeah there's shit, graffiti like, of this game on walls throughout the ancient world like it's simple like it's like tic-tac-toe like you just draw it and mm-hmm. play it yeah and I I do like that playing the game kind of fires off a couple different parts of my brain. Like there's like the history side that you're tapping into, the challenge side, uh, the competitive side, um, the just just playing a game and taking time off. From yeah, leisure. Whatever you're doing, you know. Uh, I was a recreation and leisure studies major at the University of Georgia. So I I know how important (laughs) leisure activities are. And we're we're human beings. We we take time off. And, you know, monkeys, they take time off and they play with things. They they're not climbing and eating food all the time, right? They gotta be chilling most of the time. Yeah, they're playing find the bug in my friend's hair, you know? Like so I got um, it. I am still pissed though. I'm I'm not as stoked as you because I wanted to play against you, right? And um, in in this disconnected era that we live in, I'm dying. These unprecedented times, unprecedented times, unprecedented, unprecedented times. Um, I wanted to play with you. I wanted to play a game with my friend. You know, we've played a game before. We played Call of Duty before, and that was super fun mm-hmm. when we were playing Vidya games. And um, I wanted to play with you, so I'm gonna give it three sticks. We couldn't. We couldn't. Right. That's a good point. Find we failed. Our user games. We basically yeah. failed the challenge. We, yeah. Well, I don't know if the. I think the challenge was just to place in it. I think we wanted to play against each other and we were going to share our username and get other people to play with us. But Hey, let's be real. No one is doing board games on their phone anymore. Like we're old. We're really old. Dude. We're I play backgammon on my playing phone board games. You do? <laughs> yeah, I love backgammon against friends. Yeah. Against Courtney. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. We like, I'll play like oftentimes if you're on like a Delta flight, they'll have backgammon on the head headrest. Yeah. Video screen. We'll play on there. I love it. Three sticks for me. Sticks I wanted to play Dustin. against you. I wanted to play against you. All right. Uh, well, that's still we, a we challenge. Do it, that's still in front of us. Yeah, we could still do that. Maybe yeah. we'll go on a Delta flight together one day, and <laughs> they'll have Can Senate you install Senate, please? Thank you. Yeah. 
Maybe we could develop some type of hack where we can stick a <laughs> USB plug in there and upload send it to. Yeah, next week's challenge. That's it. Five thousand year old computer virus. <gasps> You've got scarabs. <laughs> it's a new. Is a. See this one. This one here's the kicker. A white scarab object. Whatever this did, turn the keystrokes off. Now you got to go through the keystrokes one by one. How many lines of code are there? About two million. Fuck. Yeah. I, I is that adapted. Jurassic Park? Jurassic Park. Is yeah. that Jurassic that was Park? Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. But all right, next week's challenge. So yeah, okay. Just quote Jurassic Park. That's an ancient game. <laughs> Come bring an ancient game back to the future. You know. Don't get eaten by dinosaurs. That's a game as old as time. Game number one, right there. I saw a great meme before we go to the next segment. I saw a great <laughs> meme. It was like God reveals is this the is a gender reveal like god's first gender reveal and it was the comet coming in that smashed the dinosaurs because you know the the gender reveal party uh set off a huge fire in california yeah that needed so, to, that you needed that in you're right that's funny that had to that's go funny in. haha that had to go that's in. a funny haha that we needed Dude, that needed to be this in. is a short episode we got to get some filler <laughs> get some meat on the bones <laughs> all right let's this move on the tendons let's move on. this is the crispy skin you shouldn't eat all right bye not bye it's not bye it's like literally we're gonna be back in one second <laughs> all right bye Next week's challenge Next week's coming challenge. at you, coming at you, coming at you. Next week's challenge coming at you like a meteor coming at the dinosaurs. Ooh, man, this would have been the right place for that. Oh, yeah. Gender reveal. Ha, ha funny. God's <laughs> first gender reveal. Ew. I was joking with Courtney recently. What if this was my laugh? Um, <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't that be uh, fun? You would be a pariah. Uh, you don't you think would just like, for my laugh? Your kindergarten teacher happy? would beat that out of you. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, let's find let's find something else for you to do. Okay. Um, <laughs> What's our challenge this week? This upcoming week? What do we What do we have to do? Listener challenge. We got a listener challenge Ooh. brought to us by Mallory and Ooh. John. Mallory and John. They they gave us a good idea to Wait, do is this... a juice cleanse. Ooh, that is a good idea. We've been we've been hinting at it for a couple weeks now. Yeah, it's finally we've been teasing time. it. We've been teasing it, and we're both we're both in the right mindset to to cleanse our lymph nodes. And Get them out of me. Get it Seriously. out of me. Get something new um, in. But we're actually going to do the same juice cleanse. And um, while, you know, we got the challenge submission about three weeks ago. And um, in that time, I got this book called Finding Ultra by a guy named Rich Roll, who is this. Uh, never going to give you up. up. Never going to let you down. He was a, uh, you know, in his 40s before he started running competitively um, and went on to do you know, crazy Ironman races, um, becoming one of the most fit and most gifted, uh, endurance athletes out there all while 
transitioning from you know a traditional American meat and cheeseburger pizza diet to a vegan diet. But uh, he started off his journey with a juice cleanse. So we're going to do a three-day juice cleanse um, and see how that goes. I'm nervous about it. I'm, I'm, I'm nervous about it, too. Um, cause like I'm, you know, cutting out coffee and a lot of, a lot of other stuff. Um, no alcohol, no, no cheese, food, no food. I mean, I feel like food being the primary problem here, but there is nutrients in these. So like I we're going to, it's, but... it's a juice cleanse, but it's also, and we'll, and I'll share the, the protocol and stuff on, on Instagram so you can see exactly what we're doing, but don't be scared. We're doing, we're doing a juice cleanse, but it's like we're not just juicing food. Like they're, they're smoothies basically. Oh really? Okay. So you're, okay. Yeah. So like, I was afraid it was like literally keeping the fiber. Yeah. We're going to keep, yeah, it's not just juice. We're going to keep the fiber of these vegetables that have the nutrients and stuff. It's just like, we're going to, we're going to do a juice cleanse. It's mostly juice. Um, but this cleanse, um, is mainly going to do three things. It's going to purify our system and our gut flora it's going to balance the biome inside of our body and then it's going to heal uh any types of damage that maybe our uh inflam in our inflammatory inducing diet that maybe we have been you know maybe we've got a slight gluten allergy we've developed over the years so we're gonna see <laughs> how we feel blah 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 but like this is new i i honestly don't know what's gonna happen you don't know what's gonna happen super uh, intimidated sure by this I'm sure a lot of people have done a cleanse before that are a lot smarter than us, but we're just going from a book, um, and we're going to see how it goes. I'm excited, but I'm very nervous, too. So, um, yeah. Thanks for the challenge, John Thanks, and Mallory. John. I, John and Mallory should have to do it along with us. I think they should, too. Yeah. 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 If, if I can't eat, you can't eat. Yeah. Okay. If, and, and you can't do anything other than just sit at home and drink your juice. I, I'm more scared of the preparation. Let's be real. Like, we're going to have to prep and go shopping and make sure we're we're not skipping any steps, you oh, know? Oh, I didn't and there's, think about this. You got a blender, right? You got like a I got little, an immersion blender, yeah. Like a little bullet or something? I got the um, stick. You know, you stick it in there. Oh, the, the wand. Yeah. Okay, interesting. Is that gonna work? I don't know. I mean, gonna... I guess you're gonna you're gonna see. Uh, uh, maybe okay. check out your uh, your your next door app for like any free or cheap. Anybody got no blender? Blenders. Yeah, dude, go on Facebook Marketplace. Bet you find a twenty dollar blender. No problem, man. Twenty dollar blender. Anybody got a blender? Does I <laughs> fall asleep? I don't want to do this show anymore. He's falling asleep. I'm tired. Of uh, this is show. our closeout. You know, Ryan's had a big day. He's had a rough day. And um, this is the Deuterals podcast. This yeah. is the show. All yeah. right. This is what we're we're not evolving like we thought we would. What was so? <laughs> we're doing our juice cleanse. That's a good point. Uh, to, we to really thought by now we would be like superstars. We'd be like millionaires, incredible human beings, like pushing ourselves every week and like learning new things, and like tons of people will be listening to the show. Uh. But I'm just sitting in my bedroom. <laughs> yeah, we thought <laughs> we thought we'd be traveling to Egypt, learning about sin. Yeah, but you know what? Tutankhamen himself was going to come back to life and teach us how to play the game. I know that that ain't happening. Um, 
Never gonna give you up. Never. So, what was the author of that book? Oh, Rich Roll. Rick Roll. But that's like the Rick Roll. Never gonna let you down. Rick Astley. Never gonna turn around. Desert you. That's Captain Murphy. Now, Major Murphy. We're gonna give a shout out to Andrew Murphy. Yeah, congratulations, to Major, Major Murphy. Dude. Major Murphy, man. Dude, how many? You earned it. How many? Uh, that guy gets promoted on deployment like every time. Every time he's been promoted, he's been is promoted. That, is that away normal? From home. I have no clue. I I gotta, have no we got to ask him. It seems crazy. Um, I, it, he deserves the promotion, but he also deserves, like, we all want to see him be, we want to be in the stands at a, at yeah, a fucking exactly. promotion party. I want to be, be at like, a promotion Fuck party. Fuck yeah! Andrew! Oh, yeah. oh, no, that's Marines. He's an army. Hoo-ah? Guy. Yeah, they they say what is, different. What does the army things? yell when they're excited? Hooray! Hooray! Like that. That's it. I think they there. go. I think Hooray! they go. Hoo. I think they go. Hoo. 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 That's cool. There's like hoorah, and then there's like hoo. hoorah. <laughs> hoo. Uh, maybe we could get uh, Major Murphy to confirm or deny our 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 af- our uh, grunts of affirmation. And um, as always. The winner no, of the man, slogan we gotta plug contest the instas. We gotta plug will the be instas, announced dude. next week. Uh, do it or else pod on Instagram. I'm 724 do it pod. Oh, by the way, we did get a phone call from listener Zach that we'll, we'll, we're going to do. I think we should try to do that next week. Um, I know we tried. We already did the sign off. Maybe Ryan has stopped recording. I don't know. But listener, fan of the show, Zach, he's given us some great challenges in the past. Um, he did. He challenged us to do the gallon challenge, right? Um, we're going to save his voicemail for next week. And uh, we'll check that out. And we'll report back after our, our juice cleanse. But 724-DO-IT-POD, that's how you can get in touch with the show. All right. Okay. Um, I, I'm pretty sure Ryan's gone, so it's just you and me, which, you know, let's be real. I've been waiting a long time to say this. Um, I've uh, been thinking about you. I've, I've, I've been missing you. Um, and I just, I just want to tell you that if, that if you've made it this far, I love you. I just, I just want to say it, okay? I love you. I, I want nothing but the best okay i i'm like lavinia from downton abbey okay i'm i i i don't if you're not going to be with me that's fine i just want you to be happy it's better this way right 